Marcus Sahaba Online Radio. Empowering the Ummah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. All praise due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Our topic today is that how the enemies of Islam try and snatch our Iman and our Islam away. See in every rakat of our salat and namaz, which ayat are we reciting? al-mustaqeen. When we go shopping, we go somewhere, we have a list of priorities. For us as Muslims, what is the top priority? That is hidayat. We translate hidayat as guidance. But that's a very incomplete translation. Hidayat means nurun wada'ahullahu fi qulubil ibad. It refers to that nur, that radiance and effulgence which all Almighty Allah places in the inner recesses of our heart. And once we have that nur, that radiance, then we can draw a dichotomy, a distinction between haq and batil, between truth and falsehood. So that is what we are begging, petitioning Almighty Allah, Jalla day and night. When Habibuna, Sallallahu Fajr time, would leave the Hujra Mubarakah, the Mubarak room, Come to the masjid, what was the dua Nabi alayhi salam would recite? Allahumma jal fi qalbi nura, wa fi sam'i nura, wa fi basari nura, wa fi lisani nura, wa fi badani nura, an yamini nura, wa shimali nura, wa amami nura, wa warai nura, wa fawki nura, wa tahdi nura. And the dua goes on. Ya Allah, grant me nur, radiant effulgence in my heart, in my eyes, in my ears, in my tongue, my entire body my right, left, all directions above me, beneath me to show daily we must walk in that nur, that radiance, that effulgence which all Allah has made for us. We don't walk this way or that way. Therefore, in the Quran Sharif, brothers, all Allah has mentioned, Ya Yuwalladzina Amanu, Iman Walo, oh you believe, 89 different places. Why? So that to elevate our rank and state Remember, this is the greatest gift which I have conferred upon you. But for this gift to remain within us, we have to do certain things. We all know AK-47, the gun. Now we must go to AK-255. What is AK-255? Ayatul Kursi, and it is verse number 255, Surah 2, Surah Baqarah. So chapter 2 and verse 255 is AK-255. 255 Ayatul Kursi. Just after Ayatul Kursi, the next verse, 
Then we have held on firmly to the rope of Almighty Allah. The rope of Almighty Allah can never break and never snap. But in Urdu it sounds very beautifully. Allah ki rassi toot nahi sakti. Allah ki rassi chut sakti. The rope of Allah will never break and snap. But when we release the grub, then it will go away. Now let me show you, my brothers, today what is really happening. I'll just take you through four, five, six countries quickly. Saudi Arabia, which is our Marcus headquarters, Makkah, Mukarramah, Medina, Munawwara. You know Tablik Jamaat is not allowed there. The best Jamaat in the world, they have put restrictions on it. You know, I go, you go, anybody goes, and you see a person doing wrong, 100% wrong, he'll come with a short trouser or whatever inside the Haram Sharif. You speak, they lock you up. They'll tell you, you don't have ruksa, you don't have permission to speak. Only some people got the right to speak. Imagine our holiest places, and right next to Haram Sharif in Medina, not far from there, the cinemas are open, everything is open. You go to Jeddah there, the bikini beaches are open, and remember that the musical festivals, everything is legal. So the point I'm making, every vice, that is legal for them now. And the virtuous deeds, that are being clamped down. So what are you doing? They want to snatch the iman away of the people who have to iman. You go on the path of vices, that they will encourage. You want to go on the path of virtue, that they will clamp down upon you. This is our markers, our headquarters condition. You go to Egypt, once you go like this with a kurta, a sorb, a beard, they can lock you up straight away. They'll tell you, you belong to the Ikhwan, you belong to the Muslim Brotherhood. Imagine there's no court case, no nothing. They will just interrogate you and then they will say, no, that you have links with this person, this person. Go to India and just see what is happening to our Muslims in India. Do you know the RSS, this party, this BJP? What tactics are they using? They're telling the Hindu Muslim, Hindu boys, the young, young boys, you all must learn Urdu. You must learn how to speak like the Muslims. And then you will speak to the Muslim, and then you must target the young, young Muslim girls. Once you are successful, you have an affair with her and so forth, we the RSS, we the BJP will give you incentives. And what incentives they'll give? They will give that person a house. They will give that person one lakh rupees or more, 100,000 or more. And you must remember they'll give him a secure job. They are targeting the Muslim and especially the Muslim woman. Now, my brothers, I'm asking you, do we even realize the tactics they are using, the strategy they are using? And this is how they bring our children out of Islam and take them to their side. Because end of the day, that money and women have destroyed. You see the Kufar Shias, the same tactic they use. Khomeini writes in a book which I have, they gave it to me. We say, In their Khomeini wrote that you can make muta prostitution for one hour. 
any leader, you see the woman, she likes you, you like her, you don't have to have witnesses, you don't need permission from anybody else, you agree on a certain sum, you pay her, you use her, abuse her, after one hour she goes her way, they go person go there. How many of them today, if you go to the townships, you will find the Shias are moving around and they're telling them that these people here, they waste your time, they teach you Indian Islam, they teach you Biryani Islam, Ramadan time they'll come give you hampers and biryani, we teach you the true Islam. And then they will flash some dollars and money, then they will tell them that you know what, see in this hadith kitab, this hadith kitab, muta prostitution is permissible, what is bichara poor people know? For them, orat and dollar, money and human, so already they are already going to that side. So this is how our iman of our own people then take away institutions. Our universities, we are the one who send our daughters to the colleges, who send them to the universities. You know today, be honest about this, that these universities are the places of gay business, they are the places of, remember, atheism, drugs, the worst things you can think of, toxic environment. Therefore, on the radio I say, 90%, 80% of our Muslims either will lose their haya, shame, or modesty, morality, or either they will lose their virginity, Allah forbid, or either they will lose their iman completely. How many examples we have seen? You know when I was a young boy, 55, 60 years old, 60 years ago, there was a, one Maulana came to Heidelberg, my hometown, and he gave one nice example. You know sometimes the examples he gave, it shows not a problem. He spoke in Gujarati, you know, broken English Gujarati. He said, ah, okay, that person came and he said, Malwisa, Dwa Karwana. So Malwisa asked, who Dwa Karwana? He said, nee, Mari Poiri Jai India, uh, my Purijai, London, 55, 60 years ago. My daughter is going to study in London and all that, the money Dwa Karwana. So Malwisa was also a sharpshooter, you see. So Malwisa said, Dwa I will make, but the Dwa you are asking, that won't work. You sending your daughter out in the rain and telling me I must make Dwa, she mustn't get wet. Are we not doing the same, my brothers? Let us be honest about this. Our children, we gave them every vice. Every vice we gave. We gave them the internet, we gave them the cell phone, we gave them everything. And five-year-old, six-year-old, eight-year-old playing. Last week, Friday, one week ago, I received this message. My brothers, I'm not here to make up stories. I'm in the house of Allah. I mentioned it last week in the Sufi Masjid. I had Jumma program there. My brothers, see the halat. I'm not speaking of some other country, I'm speaking of South Africa. What halat, what conditions? Father, mother, all gone to work. This Muslim girl, if you want to call her Muslim, so she invited the boyfriend to come to their house. And then the boyfriend is there in their daughter's room. They say, we have so much respect for our daughter, we don't even knock the door. We always knock the door, we never enter the room. But so the boyfriend was there, spent the night with a Muslim girl, non-Muslim, and in the early part of the morning, then the father and mother woke up and they saw both of them, no clothes, nothing, and they in the bathroom. 
You know Sahaba, Ahmad bin As radiallahu an, Fatih Misr on the first of Ramadan, 20th year after Hijrah, he conquered Egypt. When he used to come by the Baytullah, he used to read the Sabah to Ashwat. He used to read this ayat all seven rounds. Imagine these Sahaba to show how they valued the Iman. Rabbana la tuzikhulubana ba'da ithadaytana wa hablana min ladunka rahmah. Ya Allah, grant us from your side to special mercy to envelope us. Inna ka ankal wahhab. You are the best of you. So learn it, practice on it, teach our children. We must impress on our children what is Iman, what is Islam. Then tomorrow we know we are all going to leave this world. Nabi Yusuf alayhi salam, what vicissitudes he went. Jealousy, his brothers dumped him in the well. They sold him as a slave. All that happened. They went to jail also. And then Allah Jalla wala elevates him, elevates him. He becomes the ruler of whole of Egypt. In the ending, the open surah Yusuf, surah 12, verse 101, Fatiha Ya Allah, you are the creator of the heavens and the earth and the universe. Ya Allah, let me die a Muslim. He's a Nabi, selected by Almighty Allah, not elected by people. To set the precedent for humanity and posterity, he's begging Allah. Ya Allah, let me die a Muslim. And unite me, Allah, with the devout and pious servants. The greatest Shaykh al-Hadith of this Ummah, the greatest student of Nabi alayhi salam in the field of hadith, nobody argues the point. He said Abu Huraira when he's in Sakarat, now Allah Ibn Kathir is mentioned in Bidaya wa Nihaya. So what he did? He said Abu Huraira, 5,374 ahadith. In his last moments he raises his hands and he says, Allahumma inni uhibbu liqa'at fa'ahibba liqa'at. Ya Allah, I love meeting you. I beg you, Ya Allah, you must love meeting me. Can we do, can we say all this, my brothers? When we did not worry, did not value, did not appreciate this iman of ours, we were just born in a Muslim home and we just carry Razi Rahe Rahman bi, Kush Rahe Shaitan bi, Hajki Kaaba ki bi, Hajki Ganga ki bi. So people today, they will say, no, we want to please Allah, but we want to please people and creation. In Islam, it doesn't work that way. We have to show our devotion, dedication to Almighty Allah Jalla Wala to Mustafa sallallahu alayhi and to deen of Islam. Even if people criticize us, I ask you, most of you, yes. if I ask you which fiqh you follow, you will say the Hanafi fiqh. Did you ever read Imam Abu Hanifa's life history? I'm asking you. Did you read? Some ulama, not all, some ulama say when the year 150 came, the day Imam Abu Hanifa passed away, that same day Imam Shafi Mullah was born. But where Imam Onifa passed away? He passed away in prison and in jail. For why? They made sure, my brothers, we can never sell this deen. We have to. When they did this for the sake of Allah, Allah kept their name shining for centuries and centuries. Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal, if you know his story and incident, do we read about Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal? His title is Imam Ahli Sunnah wal Jamaah. Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal was brought by the people in the Abbasid dynasty. 
time they told him, make the statement, Al-Quran al-Makhlukun, the Quran is created. He said, I make the statement, Al-Quran al-Kalamullah. The Quran is the direct speech of Allah, Ghayru Makhluk, and not created. It was, it is, it is always be, it is eternal and perpetual. They brought him and they worked him. He said, Bismillah. Second time they left him, he said, Alhamdulillah. Third time they worked him and left him, what did he say? Nothing happens except what you have written and decreed, Ya Allah. His Izar was about to fall. Go read Manakiba Ahmad bin Hanbal by Ibn Jawzi. Sick book like that I have at home. His Izar was about to fall. He looked at the sky. Ya Allah, Mary Lajrat. Ya Allah, keep my Izzat intact. Karamatan lihad al Imam al Jalil. To honor this Imam, Allah let his Izar come back to the place. Imam Shafi, he celebrated teacher. He left Baghdad in the year 199. He went to Egypt. He passed away in 204. So when he heard of this incident there in Cairo, that this is what happened to his student. You know what he did, Imam Shafi? Imam Shafi wrote the letter to his student. He said, Oh Ahmad bin Hanbal, the kurta you wore that day, send that kurta to me. Send that kurta to me. I'm so proud. Today, that is what my student did. He sent the kurta. What Imam Shafi does? Imam Shafi takes the kurta. He washes it with his own hand. He takes the water and drinks it. Just with our ulama. Not people who are selling the deen. Not the people who are getting favor with Shias. Not people who are getting favor with politicians. Not people getting favor with the Christians and anybody else. My brothers, I beg you. We have been, but slowly been is eroding our children, our youth, and every vice is being legalized. No, in this maslad is ikhtilaf, in this maslad is difference of opinion. You Mulvis are now mixed up people, someone say jai, someone say jai. Iqbal was not a Mulvi. You know Allama Iqbal, he was not a Mulvi, but what he said, Pelete mufti masail ke batane wale, abhi ye mufti mufti khane wale. A lot of people giving fatwas. So first the muftis they to give fatwa according to Quran and Sunnah. Now you will get a lot of bunch of mufatiyas also giving fatwas. Let us be honest about these things here. Why do they want to do that? Because they themselves want to do that haram action. If I am sending my daughter to university and you ask me, I'll say of course it's halal. So why must I say it's halal? Because I'm doing it. So think properly, my brothers, don't play with Sharia. May Almighty Allah protect this deen. Our forefathers, what they did for this deen. Me and you got it on a plate, my brothers. Protect the deen, learn the deen, preserve the deen, propagate the deen, practice the deen. May Almighty Allah protect us all and make our khatima on iman. Allah, 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 Allah,
الحمد لله الأكرم الذي خلق الإنسان وكره وعلمه من البيان ما لم يعلم فسبحان الذي لا يحسن تنانه باللسان ولا بالقلم ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله الذي أوتي جوامع الكلم وكرائم الحكم ومكارم الشيم صلى الله عليه وسلم على آله وأصحابه نجوم الطريق الأمم أما بعد فإن علم الشرائع والأحكام وأعظم فرائد الإسلام ومن ثم أمر به وحض عليه تعليما وتعلما فقد قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم بلغوا عني ولو آية وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام من سلك طريقا يلتمس فيه علما سهل الله له به طريقا إلى الجنة وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام من يريد الله به خيرا يفقهه في الدين وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام إن العلماء ورثت الأنبياء وإن الأنبياء لم يورثوا ديناره ولا درها فمن أخذه أخذ بحظ وافر وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام طلب العلم فريضة على كل مسلم وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام من سئل أن علم علمه ثم كتمه ألجم يوم القيامة بلجام من النار وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام من تعلم علما مما يبتغى به وجه الله عز وجل لا يتعلمه إلا ليصيب به عرضا من الدنيا لم يجد عرف الجنة يوم القيامة يعني ريحها وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام تعلم الفرائض والقرآن وعلم الناس فإني مقبوض أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم أم 
من هو قانت على الليل ساجدا وقائما يحذر الآخرة ويرجو رحمة ربه فلهل يستوي الذين يعلمون والذين لا يعلمون إنما يتذكر أولو الألباب بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بالآيات والذكر الحكيم إنه تعالى جواد كريم ملك مر الرؤوف الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا مولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصيهما فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي أيها الذين الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على محمد وأزواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم رحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر رضي الله تعالى عنه وشدهم في أمر الله رضي الله تعالى عنه وأصدقوهم حياء عثمان رضي الله تعالى عنه وأقضاهم علي رضي الله تعالى عنه وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة فزينب أم كلثم رقيا رضي الله تعالى عنهن فالحسن والحسين سيدا شباب أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى عنهما وحمد أسد الله وأسد رسول رضي الله تعالى عنه اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا الله في أصحابي لا تتخذهم رضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحب أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغض أبغضهم فخير أمتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم اللهم أيد الإسلام والمسلمين 
اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروني ولا تكفرون بين 
الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي أيها الذين أمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون والسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Empowering the Ummah